Hey gorgeous! Get your cup of tea ready, have a seat in a cozy coach and relax. Because this is your self-love time and we are here for you. It is I, Anna Geller, I'm a host at Diva Radio, self-love mentor and an inspirational author. I love guiding women on the journey to discover their true desires and needs, to appreciate their inner goddesses and to say yes to the abundant life. Every woman has a story. And behind every successful woman there is another woman who has her back. I believe that we all are made up of our wounds. This is how real beauty appears. Many women still think that they need a special moment or a sign from the above. But sometimes all we need is a story to hear. I'm so happy to introduce my guest today, a gorgeous lady living her passion, Susan Ball. Susan is a life coach, speaker, a neurolinguistic programming practitioner, and the creator of Thrive, Live Life Fearlessly. She works with women experiencing or recovering from unhealthy relationships to discover the big, bold, bossy lives they deserve. Through her coaching programs, Susan motivates and guides her client to restore confidence, balance, well-being, and joy. Welcome, Susan. Hi, Anna. Thanks for having me. Susan, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners and share your story? I uh, would love to share my story. I got my passion for helping women from my own life's experience with a brutal, violent husband. And I was put into the system in Canada where it focused very much on me remaining a victim and it focused on him. I was constantly talking about him and I thought this is very unhealthy. After a, a relationship like that, we want to move forward. We want to be happy. We want to find the new chapter in our life. And if we have to drag him along, that's not a very happy place. So I developed my own program to help women, and that's where I'm at. And I love it. And as a coach, what do you offer for your clients? I offer them the ability to really and truly leave him behind to step out of that relationship, to step out of being a victim, being attached to their victimhood, and really embracing who they are. I offer them deep um, self-love. I want them to love themselves so deeply that they know exactly what they're looking for in this life, that they won't fall into another bad relationship. A lot of women get into bad relationships, Anna, because they don't have self-confidence. They don't love themselves enough to look for a partner. Mm. And that's what I want women to achieve. I also want them to embrace all the possibilities that still surround them, that what happened to them is just part of their life story. They have a big, bold life left to live. And based on what your clients are dealing with, what lead uh, women to end up in destructive relationships? You know, the men who do this to women, they prey on women who are vulnerable. And the vulnerability comes from literally a lack of self-confidence, self-worth, self-esteem, all of those things. Uh, If you lack self-worth, and you are in a, an abusive relationship, and he keeps telling you that you're 
a loser or you're stupid or any of those negative things, you believe it. You believe it fully because you don't have the self-confidence to step up and say, that's not me, that's not true about me. And as these women go through these relationships, those guys just keep piling on all that negative criticism, all those things that women, they believe it. And they completely dissolve into puddles of unworthiness. And I have to build them up. It's our, my job to build that back up. Mm-hmm. If any of our listeners have similar concerns, how could they find you? I'm on the web at www.susanball.ca and I'm on Facebook and I have a newsletter and I have a great giveaway and yeah I'm all over the internet they can find me mm-hmm. I know uh, for many women who are experiencing a healthy or abusive relationship it's uh, very difficult to speak up and to ask for help How could, yes. you, how could you encourage them? The first step they have to take is recognizing that this is not the way their life is supposed to be. And they need to dig deep and step up and say, I want more for my life. I want more. I want to feel loved. I want to feel compassion. I want to feel joy and happiness. And this is not happening right now. So how do I get that? Because we all deserve that. And it, that is the first step that I go through with my clients is that they are worthy of all of those things. Happiness, joy, confidence, uh, things that are just some of us just take for granted. And we start with gratitude and we start with working on that. Mm-hmm. So what's the first thing you say to a woman who just came to you and decided that it's time to get rid of these relationships? The first thing I say to them is great job. The next step is developing what it is they want in their life. We move forward. What are they, forgetting about where they are now, what do they want in their life? What do they envision their life to look like? What do they see? What will it feel like? What will they hear? How will they move around in the world when they achieve this new life? Because it's very important for women to see that there is a different kind of life out there for them, a different kind of lifestyle, a different kind of love. Uh, all of those things are available to them once they do the work. But they have to visualize it. They have to sit down and we talk about, you know, what do they want? Do they want that big house with the picket fence or are they looking for to travel the world? What do they want in their life? And we go from there. I think it might be very challenging to start thinking that I can have my own desires because uh, the new uh, in that uh, type of relationship, you don't feel like you're worthy. You don't feel that you have your own needs. All you have the needs of your partner. That's right. So we start, I start with baby steps. So we have the big vision, the big goal, the big dream. And then we work backwards from there with little baby steps that they can take that encourages their self-worth, encourages them to say yes to themselves and not other people, to look at themselves and say, I'm worth this. So it could be 
putting a, a time in their date book, Anna, that says today I'm taking 30 minutes for me and I'm going to read a book and I'm going to, or I'm going to go and get a manicure or I'm just going to sit quietly and go for a hike. Those things are really important and the key to that is not to break that date with themselves. When they finish having that time with themselves and they feel good, I want them to celebrate that, that they took a step to self-love, towards self-love, because that's what that is. And each time we do that, they build on it and they build on it and they start to see that this big dream that we first talked about is in fact possible. So we don't just jump into goal setting to get the big dream. We start off with little baby steps of doing something that encourages self-love and self-worth and self-confidence. It could be stepping out on their own and taking themselves for lunch. That's a self-confidence builder and so on and so forth. And we keep building on it. It's a building process. Mm-hmm. And uh, being a living example who broke free from a victim mindset, could you please share what or who supported you to maintain your self-esteem and self-worth? After my bad relationship? Yeah. Um, me. I had very little support after it was over. When I left my bad relationship, I was in Canada, they make you go to um, counseling. It's mandatory. You have to go to group counseling. And as women, we all sat around telling our stories and talking about our bad, abusive husbands. And as a result of that, I just kept pounding into my head that all the things that he said to me, because they were repeated. And I actually turned to alcohol and drugs, and I turned myself... Well, I turned to very bad behaviors, to be quite honest. And it wasn't until I, somebody said to me, a very good friend of mine said to me, so is this where you're going to let your life story end? And I had to think about that. Was that really the end? Was I going to become an alcoholic? Was I going to let him end my life story there? And that's where I got the, <laughs> I got the desire to move out of that and it was a lot of work but I did it and it's so worthwhile you have your lifetime so how are you going to spend it yes and a lot of women get stuck they get stuck right there they leave and they just they have they just don't have the the support there's not a lot of support out there to help them move forward There's a lot of support to talk about, you know, going to the court, um, custody of your children, getting a divorce. But there's no real actual support to move forward and recognize that this was just part of your life. It happened. It was awful. But it's just a part of your life. You still have much more life to live. I think for some women, for this relationship is very painful. They uh, choose to stay there because... They are not sure what uh, will be waiting for them in the future in case they decide to leave the relationship. And they may be, I would say, fucking scared <laughs> to yeah. to let, let go, to leave uh, the partner. And, uh, uh, yeah, and they uh, just abandon themselves. So uh, what could you say to those women who still not sure or don't think that they have enough power, how could you support them? 
when I meet a woman who's in a in a relationship and she is, you know, questioning what's on the other side, a lot of women don't leave. And this, I'm not talking about women who are in a situation where the man is so physically abusive, Anna, that they're afraid for their life. I'm talking about women who are in physical, emotional, and verbal abuse, but not to the level where a man puts a gun at your head and stuff like that. That's a different level of abuse. Mm-hmm. But when I meet a woman who says to me, oh, I, you know, I'm scared to leave, I always say to her, what are you afraid of? And the common answer I get is they don't know what's on the other side. They're so familiar with their situation that they feel if they leave, they're, they're going to fall into a big black hole of nothingness. They, they don't know what's out there for them. So I work with them before they even leave to, to get them to look at different things that they can do. What do they need to do? Do they need to find a job? Do they need to save up some money? What are the steps that they need to take so that they feel confident enough to actually leave? The common thing that happens in these situations, and it happened to me, is the men, they make you totally dependent on them. They isolate you. They usually move you away from your friends and family. They take away any access to money. Uh, All of those things. You usually don't have a job because they don't want you to leave the house. All of those things. So we have to start stepping through all of those spheres. And so she can see that she can get a job. She does have a resume. She does have skills that are wanted on the outside. Uh, I have women go out and apply for jobs, you know, online, apply for jobs. And they'll get a response. uh, And uh, what do you call it? They'll get asked to have an interview, and it is so empowering for them. So we start to work on that so that they see that they can do this on the other side of that relationship. They are a person, and they do have value. As a self-love activist, do you have any specific uh, rituals for yourself to practice self-care? Yes, actually. my uh, I mean, we all, have, we all have moments when we feel down, and we all have moments when we feel... You know, the energy is not good around us. For me, my my self-love ritual is getting out in nature. A walk, a hike, sitting in a park, watching the birds. Anything that has to do with nature revitalizes me. I also, every week, and the same thing I, I, I get my clients to do, every week I make a date with myself, just me. It's just me and me <laughs> doing something that I love to do, and I never break that date, and that's my my self love ritual. I think it's one of the most challenging self love rituals to have own time for ourselves, because we are all busy with our career, our families, and we never our first priority. Yes, and you know what? It's time for that to change, and I, I, I'm a huge advocate of that, Anna, because I'm tired of women and and men. Um, they they seem to glorify busyness. This idea of running the kids around, and I've I've worked with some women who have families and children, and I tell them because they'll say it's a challenge, and I tell them you put a calendar on the fridge, and you mark on it mum's time with mum. And you highlight it and you put it on the fridge so the kids see it. And if you still have a husband, he sees it. And you don't break that date. And after a while, they start to know that's your time. 
whatever that is. If you leave the house for a coffee or whatever you do, it's your time. You have to own it. Today I have read uh, one short Jewish story. And it was about a woman who had a big family and uh, she was uh, always exhausted with kids, uh, with cooking meals, uh, with yelling at her husband. So she went to Rabbe and they spoke some time together. And uh, later she turned into a happy woman. And uh, once, a, 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 once a week, uh, she went to a market, she bought something, then uh, she came back home and closed the door. And one hour later, she stepped out and she was a happy mom. So uh, once her kid decided to check out what she's doing there inside her room, and they opened the door and they saw her sitting at the table, eating cupcakes and drinking coffee. And they asked her, hey, what are you doing? And she said, hey, listen, I'm making your mommy happy mommy. Yes, so we need uh, uh, to set aside our time for making ourselves happy. (laughs) It's so true. I get, you know, it's funny. I, I had a client just recently and she was coming up to her first birthday without her spouse and it was a bit of a challenge and I said to her have you ever thought about celebrating your birthday by buying your own flowers and your own cake and inviting over your friends and just being your own birthday party provider and she was like no but I'm going to and she she sent me pictures she had the best birthday party she'd had in years because she stepped out and instead of relying on other people to make her happy she did it for herself yeah i i just have in mind another self love uh, practice i really love uh, is is about having a date with ourselves yes to make a perfect date with a perfect partner <laughs> That's right, because it's so true. Like, my my current husband, he is the world's worst eater. He's so picky. And I love Thai food. Oh, I just love it. And he hates it. So once in a while, I just pick up my purse and I say to him, I'm going to the Thai restaurant, which is about 40 minutes away from where I live, and I enjoy this marvelous Thai meal. And I come home and I feel great. And it's my celebration of food and what I love yes sounds so amazing (laughs) well you know I think I think what happens especially in abusive relationships is women start to work so hard to make this man happy and that's an impossible task that they completely forget what makes them happy so I see my role as the person who shows them again how to be happy that the little things in life can make you happy and that you're responsible for your own happiness. And don't rely on other people to do it for you. And what would be your empowering message for women who may have experienced or they're just uh, experiencing unhealthy relationships? My empowering message? Yeah. My empowering message is that you are a unique, amazing individual, and you deserve 
love, happiness, and joy. And you deserve to provide it to yourself. That's it. Thank you, Susan, uh, for this call to action. Thank you for being here with me today. And uh, we had really amazing self-love talk. And uh, I hope that uh, we inspired some listeners to take care of ourselves. And just remember that men are happy, then their women are happy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, gorgeous ladies, for being with us today. Susan repeats over and over again, if you end up in an abusive relationship, it doesn't mean it should last forever. Yes, it happened, and now it's time to move on. It's time to get back your self-esteem and self-worth, to discover your own needs and to build up your future life. If you're not sure if you can handle this alone, we are here for you. Book a discovery session with me at www.annagaylor.com and we will find the perfect solution for you together. There is another friendly reminder from my side. All the podcasts are available on the website SoundCloud and iTunes. Feel free to listen and share. This was I, Anna Geller. Stay tuned, stay loved.